Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You get to watch Nana walk in the door as the music is playing, so that's a good thing. You still haven't set up your camera yet. Why not? Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. I don't know. So, Andy, you don't think Mom will ever get it done? Nope. Actually, I could just set my um, computer up in here and just use my computer in here, I suppose. Well, yeah, that's what Andy was talking about yesterday. I just, I don't know. It's all true. So what's the latest, Andy? Uh, not a lot. It's cold. Oh, yeah, it got cold today, but it's going to be back in the 60s tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. I'd, I think. It's not going to be cold for long. Not for long, and you got, uh, what, 48 hours? Well, not even 48 hours anymore, about 40 hours or something more in there. Uh, well, the uh, 29th of February is tomorrow, so we got March starting on Friday. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that action? Unbelievable. It is pretty amazing when you look at it, isn't it? I mean, just the whole thing. It's, man. I want to play a video. Oh, Mom's playing a video. I I think you can get the gist. I guess this woman, she looks like she's maybe, God, I don't even know. She looks like she's maybe 25, 26 to me, but she has a 10-year-old son. Mm -hmm. So I just think this is crazy. That's where she's talking about being an OnlyFans person. Oh. What's OnlyFans? I don't even know what that is. Uh, Pause. I guess it's like a website where any woman who wants to have male followers, I don't know if they run around naked. Oh, it's that deal? Yeah, largely, yes. Or just, I I guess you can, like, clean in your underwear, vacuum in a bra. You can sit there and gyrate, dance, Mm -hmm. whatever you want. Yep. Whatever you want. So this is one of these people. So that's partly why I'm cranky. But I'm cranky because my child, my child is 10. I had to come up to the school and I had to pick him up. Why? Why did I have to fucking pick this kid up? I had to pick this kid up because he's a man, okay? He's a little man, and he's got a weak-ass stomach like fucking most men do. Wow. Okay, that's good so for that one, Kathy. So somebody busted ass in the library. He threw up not one time, not two times, but three times in the library. Fucking the literally the nurse calls and she's like, You're "All right, have we to can't be having that. We can't that. have it." Uh, Andy, what do you think? I don't know. Why not? All right, keep dropping it's, the F. I mean, I think it's, we get the point. She's a horrible mother. Yeah, but but this is what's funny. In the library, like exorcist style, all over the place. Why? He's not even sick. Um, some kid farted next to him, and he said that it made his stomach feel bad. Oh, God. So I have to interrupt my day because some kid's got a rank asshole. Oh, my God. Is she the worst human being ever? Might be. 
What a terrible person. I mean, she goes on and on crying about the fact that she's got to go pick up her son who threw up at school. I mean, it is weird that you'd have to pick somebody up because he smelled a fart and threw up. That's that's weird. Have you ever heard of that? No. No. I mean, I've gagged a little smelling something horrible. Why are you looking at me when you say that? Well, like a, there was a dead mouse in the barn one time. Oh yeah. And it was in the trap for a, like a weekend because I was gone at a horse show. <laughs> I came home and it smelled mm, so bad. Yep. That all. I mean, but I mean, generally. <laughs> Farts? Yeah. Make you throw up three no, times? No. But anyway, she's the worst mother in history. I would say so. I would have to agree. And a 10 year old is not a man. No. No. So no, anyway, I just thought that that's kind of a reflection of our society right now. So I got to ask you a question. And look, back when Terry came home from Vietnam and I was, I think, 15 or 14 or something like that, I do remember. Um, because I don't know had I ever seen a Playboy magazine before then. So there were these naked women in my brother's room. He he put them in a closet which had a lock on it, but he never locked it. Mm. So, but very soon, I mean, at first, as a young kid, I was, I think, 14 or 13 or something like that. I thought, oh, my God. But then it it, it kind of occurred to me, well, you watch movies with naked people or they're having sex or you look at naked women in a Mac. That can only go so far. It's like, okay, it's great, but don't you get to the point where what's in it for me? Yeah, you'd think. You'd think. I mean, it's great. Uh, the human body's wonderful and, you know, great looking for... But women never did do that. Women don't have, like, like guy magazines naked, do they? I never heard yeah, of it. Anyway. Pretty sure. Well, there was Playgirl for a little while. Well, there. that's right, Playgirl. I forgot about Playgirl. I think that, and didn't that ruin Burt Reynolds' career? Oh, it did. Yeah, I think he was one of the first centerfolds, and I think that there was a lot of backlash against him. Well, I know he it. did one where he was covering up his package with his hand. Yeah. I know that. I thought it was a football helmet. Yeah, there was a... like a tiger involved or something. Wasn't there, or was he was like oh, on a bearskin rug or something like that? I think I think something like that. It was really. Um, that's a Let's long time here. ago, and compare compare today's stuff with what we thought was, you know, horribly racy back then. Oh God, yes. I don't even know. I mean, there is so much rank stuff out yep, there. Yep, sure is. Pretty sad what people are into, but yeah, people just get into anything, Tom. I mean, well, they do. You know. Johnny Carson had the great line though, because he had Burt Reynolds on after he did that pose where he put his hand over his package. And Johnny said, uh, Bert, uh, you know, I don't want to ruin your deal here, but uh, they reached out to me before they reached out to you, but uh, they couldn't find a catcher's mitt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good What line. are you saying, Johnny? Yeah, what are you saying, What do you Johnny? mean by that, Johnny? <laughs> I always loved Johnny Carson. I thought he was wonderful. Anyway, every once in a while I just run up against these videos that are just so yeah, oh yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And these people feel the need to post them. Yeah. That's what's really amazing. Yep. I'm going to go on a rant about how I don't want to pick up my 10-year-old son because I was busy getting naked for strange men and maybe right. women. No judgment. And I'm going to cry and scream about it, and I'm going to post this online. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me either. It, it all doesn't. It's, yeah. Oh, a whatever. A little bit of a narcissist, I'd say. Ten delicious meals people loved as a kid but later realized were weird as adults. I just saw that headline. I haven't read this yet. What would ten delicious meals people loved as kids be weird as adults? I don't understand. Boxed mac and cheese? Maybe? What do you think boxed mac and cheese? Weird uh, as in bad or I don't know. Yeah. What does that mean? Like well, every kid out. eats like a dog treat at some point. That's probably one. You think that's it on purpose? Um, yeah, you, every kid you tries dog treats. Stop licking my legs, that really tickles. Jude's mad because he had a bath. He had a bath, so he's pissed off at the world. So he's acting Poor odd. Jude. Do you want to do a TikTok video about how angry you are, Jude? Yeah, Jude, you should. <laughs> Can you say, is there a dog version of the F-bomb? He could just do that on there, yeah, too, she like was, she did. Yeah, she really was going to town on yeah. it. I didn't realize that at first. Until yeah. I was like, oh, wait a minute, this is on there. 
We got over it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Many people grow up enjoying unusual food combinations. They don't uh, realize they're unusual until they become adults and see that no one else had those kind of meals. People are sharing the meals they found to be delicious and later realize were weird combinations. And they include, well, there are 10 of them. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't understand this first one at all. Coffee and crackers? That sounds terrible. Well, you mean like dunking a cracker in a cup yeah, of coffee? I've never even heard or, of that. I don't I don't, I don't haven't either. Uh, you, you take a plate, line it with saltines, pour coffee over it until they're softened, then spread some sugar to taste and eat uh, with deli ham. That sounds never very gross. I've never heard of never this. Never heard of that. Must Soggy be some re- coffee saltines? Must be some regional thing. Yeah. It said it's like a poor man's country ham biscuits and red eye gravy. Oh, yes. Like I guess. Southern. Mm. I never even heard of that. Me neither. Uh, no, this one I can't do either. Having milk to drink with spaghetti? Ugh. No. That sounds terrible. No, tomato sauce and milk, just no. 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 They said it's super refreshing and it counters the acidity perfectly, but my Italian-American friends think it's bizarre. Yeah. I suppose, yes, they do. Stop it. Um, a cubed-up baguette tossed with Greek yogurt and chopped mint, sometimes with honey to make it a sweet treat. Why would you, you took a baguette and put yogurt on it? So bread, yogurt, and mint, and honey. I guess. Maybe. I never had any of these. So far, I have not had one of these, and I'll admit, if I do, later on, I'll admit that I did have it. Number seven, making ham salad by grinding up uncooked hot dogs and mixing them with sweet relish and mayonnaise. That's a lot of work. Why don't you just eat the hot dog on a bun with some mayonnaise and sweet relish? Good question. That's a very good question. Right, just, Maybe because you use it as a spread or something. Yeah, I guess. That's probably true. Uh, this one I really do not get. We're getting to the top five. This is number six. Chili and cinnamon rolls. God. That mm. sounds horrible. I don't know. Dessert. Well, I put, chili, I put cinnamon in chili once in a while. Well, yeah, there's nothing yeah. wrong with chili and cinnamon, but cinnamon roll? What Do you, do you uh, dip it in the chili? I don't know. Well, maybe it maybe it'd be good. Uh, this I really don't understand, and I would never eat this. Spaghetti noodles with canned beans? Mm, no, thank you. I can see eating that when I was a kid. Mm, yeah. This one, number four, makes me want to vomit. Grape jelly on a grilled cheese sandwich. No, no thanks. No, that sounds, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, we get to number three, cut up hot dogs and everything and scrambled eggs and box mac and cheese and stir-fry vegetables and on top of rice. Yeah, whatever. That's yeah. not really. It sounds that like bad. a Minnesota casserole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that one doesn't bother me. I've never done it, but that wouldn't bother me. I'd have hot dogs and mac and cheese, it'd probably be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of salty. I would think. Uh, number two is Eggo waffles with melted sharp cheddar cheese. Yuck. Eh, cheese on a waffle does not sound good. No. No. I wouldn't care for that. Okay, this is number one. I have not seen what it is yet, so this, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. Yes, this is. There's no way I would ever do this. A ketchup sandwich. Yeah, I've heard of that. Ketchup sandwiches. My neighbor used to eat mayo sandwiches. Oh yeah, mayo sandwiches too. It's like a huge, thick layer of mayo on white bread. Yep. Really? It's just. It's gross. Sounds terrible. Just ketchup and white bread, and sometimes they'd spice it up by adding bologna or sliced ham. But then you're it's a bologna sandwich. And then it's just a sandwich. But I don't know. I wouldn't put ketchup on bologna though either. Ugh. Well, ketchup. I, I don't know. You don't a, like. You're just not a ketchup. Yeah, I'm not me a ketchup either. guy. Yeah, that's very true. I'm just not a. I'm not a ketchup guy. I've never cared for it. I mean, if it's on there, I'm not going to not eat it. Like if somebody gives me a hot dog with ketchup and mustard, I will eat the hot dog, even though I don't like ketchup. The mustard's strong enough to cover it up anyway, right? I don't know. Ketchup's good on some things, but I I'm not really into it. I, I don't know. There is a ketchup I, that somebody once told me about. I never tried it. They said, Tom, you would love this ketchup. And I can't remember. If anybody knows what ketchup it is, apparently it's not Heinz or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. It might be the one that I have in the fridge. Yeah, Doesn't Primal Kitchen or whatever. Yeah, Primal Kitchen. Oh, Primal Kitchen. Maybe that is what yeah, it is. So, so I think it has not... balsamic vinegar in it or something. Oh, that wouldn't be yeah. bad. It is. It's really good, I think. Yeah, that I would like. I would like to do that. Yeah, There's I don't no like sweet, regular ketchup either. 
No question about it. Uh, so what else has happened in the world? Anything good? Uh, I used to, my, I grew up eating very strange things. Oh, you did? I did. Because of the Bohemian deal? Uh, farm, and um, yeah. my dad did a tour uh, in Europe and ate all kinds of crazy things over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we used to, uh, my mom called it giblets and gravy. Yeah, I've heard of that. They're chicken giblet, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what a giblet is, but they're, uh, now I would, <laughs> she used to just love that. They're just basically ground up, up chicken organs. I think a giblet Ish. is actually a, an organ. It looked like tiny little hearts or something, little chicken hearts. You are thinking of the gizzard. Which is a well, organ she called and a it giblets. Giblets are, they're literally just, you take the organs out of a chicken, chop them up, and there you go, giblets. Oh, well, there was, it was gross, but we, yeah, that's what we ate. <laughs> milk soup, anybody ever have milk soup? No, what's that? My mother used to boil, or not boil, but bring to a... Simmer? Uh, simmer, milk, and put egg noodles in it. And that's what we had for lunch many, many okay, days. What was it? it was egg noodles and what? And milk. Mm, milk. With a little uh, butter too. and a little salt and a little pepper. Yep. Milk that's what we, soup. Let's, yeah, that's the thing. We had that all the time. Milk we soup with dropped noodles. Wow. Growing really? up. Yep, had that. My parents would bring home tongue, make tongue, put mm. it in the pressure cooker. Yep. They were, and then they wondered why I'd look at my plate and go stand in the corner. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you had no interest. Milk well, soup was, is apparently a very popular Eastern European thing, Poland well, and go. so forth. So my yeah. mother was bohe- or Bohemian, so yep, Eastern European. That makes sense. Yeah, we had all kinds of crazy stuff at my house. So liver, we ate liver, liver and onions all the time. Liver is still popular pretty much everywhere. Is it? I mean, popular the, as in you know people will still eat it, but I don't know. I don't yeah, think I've ever heard of in, milk soup in America. She fried it in uh, the liver in bacon grease, and mm. then made a, and then made a um, gravy. Out no of it. onions. And we thought it was delicious. Very little onion. My mom wasn't oh, okay. a big onion lover, so yeah, I ate all kinds of weird stuff. And when I went over to my neighbor's house, do you want to stay over for dinner? Sure. What are you having? Pot roast. I'd be. What's pot roast? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Never heard and of if it. If I ask my friends to stay over for dinner, they're like, what are you having? Oh, giblets and gravy. Uh, I don't think I want it. My mom doesn't want me to stay over for dinner. <laughs> so I have to go home right now. I have so to go home. was it a huge bohemian influence? Is that what it was? I think so. Um, and also, like I said, growing up on a farm, you used up everything. Yeah, true. That's very, very true. You know, uh, the yeah. French have made an, mm-hmm. a, an art out of using up every tiny mm-hmm. little portion of all the animals. So I just think that's what they did. Yep. All right, I'm not going to get deep into this, but it's kind of an interesting headline just popped up in a Wall Street Journal. Michigan wins flash warnings for Biden and Trump. Well, didn't they both win handily? So what are the warnings? Uh, well, the speculation online right now is mm-hmm. that they don't want Trump to run. The who and uh, the Democrats, many Democrats, well, like they don't want voters. Trump to run. Yeah, they, I mean, sorry, Biden. Oh, they don't they want don't Biden. Want, to they run. don't want Biden to run. That's they what don't I saw, think yeah. he's going to. Uh, he's not inspiring any faith in humanity right now, and at every uh, allow the Democrats really, really, really want Michelle Obama to run. Why? I don't know if she wants to run. Not that I know of, anyway. Uh, because they just want more Obama stuff. Even though, isn't that exactly what Joe Biden did? Just Obama stuff? Not very well. No. I know Obama's not a big... Uh, he never was a big fan of his vice president. He didn't even like his vice president. And why did he pick him? I don't... He didn't He probably pick didn't pick him. He, he didn't forced him. on him or whatever. That's exactly it. So, yeah, I don't know what warnings they're talking about because you got Donald Trump uh, got 68% of the vote, and then you go down the list and you find a Democratic one, Joe Biden, got 81% of the vote. So what What are the big dangers? I, they won big in Michigan, both I, of them. I think it was because they actually um, – Got fewer votes than the last time, or something. I, I don't know. Boy, I read 81%. some. I read some analysts' take on it, and it's, it's, it just wouldn't. Once again, however you spin numbers is, you know, how you spin numbers. Yeah, true. Well, that uncommitted thing didn't work because I know what's her face on the squad. Yeah. 
the uncom- go vote uncommitted. Well, it got one sixth of the votes that Joe Biden. Oh, did. that's right, because she doesn't. She's Palestinian, right? Yes, or something. And yeah. she hates Biden because he. I still don't understand why can't we just sit down with a couple of normal people, and we'll talk about being Palestinian. We'll talk about being Jewish. We'll talk about Gaza. Why can't you just sit down and work this out? I, I just don't understand why we need to go to war over. That'd be like, you know what? I'm Catholic and you're a Lutheran. I hate you. Like, well, what? I just don't understand why we're electing people that have so many interests outside well, of the United yeah, States. Real. I mean, you're aren't right. our politicians supposed to be doing the job for America yep, yes, and Americans are, and not trying to get more money to go to their you know, war-torn country or whatever. I mean, I can understand doing diplomacy things Mm -hmm. and maybe helping other countries become less corrupt and more independent so that their people want to actually stay in their own countries, which most people would rather stay home Yeah. than Mm -hmm. go somewhere else where they don't speak the language and they have to start all over again. So it would be more helpful if these politicians would stop just trying to collect money and make problems for Americans and do a good job. But I think doing a good job is hard. And screaming and yelling and complaining so that you get money is easy. Yeah, that that does make sense. Um, There are two headlines in the Wall Street Journal this morning that kind of clash against one another. Elon Musk said long-delayed Tesla Roadster is coming next year, but Apple has said they were going to have an Apple electric car this year. They're saying it's never going to happen. They're just not going to do it. Yeah, they had tons of money that they invested in that, (laughs) too. Um, I just don't see the point. They make plenty of money making phones and computers. Well, I guess Rivian uh, is cutting back, way back. I guess the only two car companies that have never gone into bankruptcy are Tesla and Ford. Really? I think so. Well, you might be right about that. Everybody else has gone into bankruptcy. God, that's weird. um, I think that they're rolling back some of the requirements on every car being an electric car by, what was it, 2026? Yes. Because they just can't do it. Yeah, I, it's not a good idea. I'm sorry. I, I've, I have owned three electric cars in my life. I have one right now. It's 100% electric, and I really love the car. But for everybody to drive an e-vehicle is not doable. It's just no. not going to work. Nope. So I don't know. When are they going to let up on that? If we can get as many people as possible, that's all well and good. I owned the first Tesla in Minnesota back in 2004. Loved it. Thought it was great. Then I did the thing called... Mine never did the bricking thing, but that's why I got rid of it. And then I had a Cadillac e-vehicle about... That was maybe about 2010. Oh, that was electric? I forgot yeah. about that. Yep. And then I got the uh, Ford Mustang SUV now, and I really like it. But I guess, Andy, what's your take on it? I guess it's just not sustainable. I mean, they're just too expensive. They're, they're enthusiast yeah, technology expensive. still, for the most part. And I, for what I, I understand that, again, I owned my first uh, electric vehicle in 2004. So 20 years ago, uh, it would go about 225 on a charge. So if I tried to drive it to Chicago, I would have never made it because back then there was nowhere to recharge it. So that wasn't going to happen too well. But from what I understand, you're still not getting much more than about, what, 300 miles on a charge? I think a long-range vehicle is maybe up to 350. I don't Up to 350. And that's in perfect conditions. Yes. So still, if you drive to Chicago, you're going to have to stop at some point and recharge your car. You cannot make it the whole 450 miles. Well, that's what made more sense, I think, if they would have developed the, um, what was it, hydrogen car? Yeah, hydrogen. Where you could have just gone and switched out the tank. Mm -hmm. Right real quick at a place instead of having to charge it for hours upon hours. It doesn't make, that doesn't make any sense. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, 
your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Well, maybe Tire Carver can shed some light on the issue. Tire knows all about issue. this stuff. Tire Carver, what are you doing? Well, I just was listening in, and actually, uh, Catherine, you're kind of got the right direction there on where um, at least BMW is going, because they said they will get out of the electric car market yep. and wow. go hydrogen hybrid. Huh. Oh. And go, uh, Ford, Ford is talking about it also that I've heard that, uh, you know, there's a reason they call it rare earth metals to build a battery. Yep. Right. They're just going to run out that they're going to get to the point where it's going to be too expensive to make a battery that somebody can afford to put in a car. Yep. Not to mention all that slave labor in the Congo. Mm -hmm. Oh, that too. But you know, people don't look at that end of it. They just go, it only cost me $10 to recharge my car. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hydro- the nice thing about hydrogen is it's everywhere. It's a com- component of water. You need more hydrogen, you just break water molecules apart. There you go. Well, yeah. Didn't, and didn't, um, oh, I'm getting a bunch of feedback. You got a lot of echo, Andy. I have a bunch of echo. Don't know. I don't it's hear because anything. I, when I pop back up on the screen, it started echoing, so I'll get, I'll get off. Oh, you, screen. yeah, you joined the studio twice. That's why. Well, but oh. it, it knocked me off. Oh. No, it didn't. Oh, there you go. You got it now. Anyway, um, didn't Toyota have a hydrogen-powered car that they were launching in California, and they had some stations? I think it was Toyota. Yeah, it's California only right now. Um, but, yeah, they're looking into it. But, but from the sounds of it, by 2030, the cars will be switching over to a hydrogen hybrid. And they, the manufacturers are going, we aren't going electric. You know? Right. Right. So, hmm. so what's the hydrogen deal all about? Will there be hydrogen stations everywhere, like gasoline stations? There, yeah, they'll have to build the infrastructure to make it happen. But you know, when they yep. started making electric cars, everybody was like, "Well, you can't go anywhere. There's nowhere to charge them." Well, right. they built the stations. You know, they built the charging stuff around, so they can do it for electric. They can do it for whatever else is coming down the line. Yeah, so. I, I almost feel like if you if you were a f- family and you had one gas car and one electric car that would be okay because you could use the electric car for all the in-town stuff Mm -hmm. and day-to-day stuff Mm -hmm. and charge it in your own garage overnight and then if you wanted to go someplace far away you could use your gas-powered car or your hybrid or your hybrid that would make more sense because that's what Catherine and i have Catherine has a hybrid and i have a 100 percent electric vehicle so we we're not going anywhere i think mine goes 300 miles 
So we could drive it up to Long Prairie and hang out with the family and charge it while we were there. And we could make, you could make it, I think, about 100 and uh, maybe 250 miles. But then again, you're going to have to find chargers. and Yeah, and isn't it if it's in the winter, the heater takes up battery right, and right. You know, all that stuff. So yeah, The heater, the air conditioning, mm-hmm. and anything to make you comfortable is going to shorten your range. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, I mean, the last thing you want to do is be caught in some country road. With right. no, no options, right? right? Or so, like Chicago this winter where you've got, you know, brutally cold and all those people that live in apartments going, oh, I'll park my car at like 8% and I'll go to Target tomorrow and charge it. But right. overnight, the internal battery heater killed the battery off because it won't charge if it's super cold. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's, there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of drawbacks. With, yeah, there's there's a lot of problems that the politicians never thought of going, we're going to go this direction and you have to do it by 2035. Yeah, wrong. Well, I think one of the problems is that we found out over the years that I don't care if it's Democrat, Republican, centrist, whatever it is, politicians lie their ass off and they only do things that benefit them. That's what yep. I found out over the years. And it doesn't matter which party we're talking about. This is all about me and making money because you voted for me. Right? Yeah. And they don't they don't research anything. It's it's just no. what the common my my constituents want to hear this, so that's what I'm gonna say. Exactly. All they care about is polling numbers. Yep. That's really too bad. It's really too bad that that's happening. But so, so these hydrogen stations will it be in a in a liquid form, a gas form? How's it? How's the? It would have to be a gas. Yeah, would have to be a gas. Yeah, I would assume. I mean, I've just basic knowledge of it. I would assume you'd be kind of like a pressurized tank that you're just changing out. You know, you'd go in, change it out, because to repressurize a tank, if you've got some, you know. Billy Joe Bob at the corner station going, hey, we just hired this guy. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's a problem that's going to happen. Yep. You know, it so may not be explosive, but it'll, yeah. well, I mean, you're still talking about, you know, high pressure tanks, but if you don't treat them right, they're going to, they're going to blow up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Sounds but... bad if you get in a car accident. Well, yeah, what about problem. that? Yeah. So would that explode? It could, yeah. Well, gasoline yeah, a possibility. Explode. It's just I don't think um, gasoline explodes nearly as much as you'd think. Um, probably like not. Hollywood loves to show cars no, that get in not crashes and explode, but I don't think that happens. The that only way to make gasoline often. explode is to aerosolize it um, yeah. into a fuel or, air bomb, basically, and a, a car accident isn't going to do that. Or put it in a Pinto. Or that. <laughs> That's real special nice. Pinto properties that make it explode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, but I mean, like gasoline, you can, um, they've done studies. I think Mythbusters did it. They like, um, they took a tank of gas and shot at it with guns and it didn't oh, yeah. set on fire or blow up. Mm-hmm. Gas is actually, it's very have, stable. Yeah, you've got to have just the right conditions because I remember the older Chevy pickup trucks. Before they put the gas tank between the frame rails, they had what they called saddle tanks, and they were on the side, outside of the frames. And if you got sideswiped, there were chances those they were slim, but those would blow yeah. up too. Mm-hmm. Oh God! You know. I don't so know. Are, all, are we going to get ever get anything right? Do you think? Eventually. Um, yeah. Cut it out. I think that if we just would stop um, doing knee-jerk reactions to polling and. Yeah. Um, to whatever the crisis du jour is to get people interested, um, yep. then maybe we could actually sit down and think before we just start mandating everything in sight. Oh, that what just takes point. too much long. That just takes too long. Like I said, <laughs> that's called doing a good job, and we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. We want to so, scream and yell and make TikTok videos. Well, and again, we got people voted for us because we pushed the electric cars, so they voted for us. Now they're going to vote against you because the electric car thing, and I, like I said, I've had three of them, and there was always a problem. with One way or another, there was a problem. Um, the, the new one, the Ford Mustang that I have now, there have many problems, but I don't ever drive it out of the city. I just use it for city driving, right. and for that, it's wonderful. There's no question yeah. about it. Would I drive it to, uh, you know, Duluth? I doubt it. 
I could get there, but then you got to look around for chargers, this, that, and the other thing. I don't need, I, let's go into the Texaco and fuel up. What do you I, know, I know people that have Teslas that really like Teslas because Teslas yep. will actually, will tell you, you um, have such and such range and here are, it, right. it will take you to the station. It'll yep. tell you how to get to the station. Oh, will really? The charging station. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, I mean, the other... it is, yeah, it truly is a smarter car than everybody mm -hmm. else is making. Yeah. The other downfall to all these newer charging stations they're putting out there, say like Target, where you, you go in and see like six, eight, ten chargers all in, yes. you know, yep. at the back of the parking lot. Two of them mm -hmm. work at one time. Yeah. They, they don't have enough. They don't have enough power available that if 10 <laughs> cars were all hooked up, they're only charging two at a time. No, it's an insane oh. amount of amperage you require yeah. just to uh, just to charge would, one car. Yeah, it would kill the city. Yeah. It would kill that block. Yep. Oh. You know, you know, and they only are allowed to, you know, pull so many amperage so many amps and if you're third or fourth in line, you probably get your shopping done before your car even gets any charge at all. Let's yeah. see. A super fast Tesla charger is 300 amps. Mm-hmm. 300 amps. Yeah. Which is bigger service than most houses have that are even built today. Yeah, no. Most wow. houses these days are 200 amp service. So that's a house yep. and a half. for, a, And then having two of, or 10 of those all right next to each other, that's 3,000 amps. Well, so that that's, charges that's a, that's something a city really block. fast. That yes. charges something really fast, though. That's a, that's Well, yeah, that's the super fast yep. charger. It charges... Okay. It's the level three charger, but that is what you see at um, parking lots and stuff. Okay. Yep. Those are the super fast. So, I mean, yep. like I said, 3,000 amps, that's that's a small, that's like a suburban block. That's, that's a city. Yeah. There's <laughs> no way. Yeah, we talked to a woman a couple of weeks ago that just bought a BMW electric car. I think it was a BMW. Mm -hmm. It was a pretty car and all that stuff, but she was going to drive down to Key West from oh. up by Jupiter and she was her plan was I mean it's not that it's not that far of a drive but her plan was is to go halfway and then her car just plugs into a regular outlet outlet yeah mm -hmm. and just stay the well, night even then uh level that's level one charging if you just plug it into an outlet uh you're gonna get two miles per hour of charging oh god so even if you just, that could be 48 hours to fully charge. From, That's what I was thinking. From, yep. I mean, I was just like, I mean, I don't know how many miles it is down to Key West. Oh, from. But if you stayed there for 12 hours, you're going to get 24 miles of charging in that amount of time. Yeah, with just a regular yeah. plug-in. Yeah, that's not even, God. that's uh, one city over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's, that's making exactly it across right. Miami. Yeah, basically. I Yeah, it just didn't, it just doesn't sound appealing to no. me people don't really appreciate just how much electricity they pack into these cars in order right. to make yep. them go for so long um and that's one of the reasons batteries are such a problem and not even just batteries but the charging too i mean 10 amps 15 amps 20 amps at 120 volts 20 amps at 120 volts is a lot of power but it's nothing compared to the amount of power required to move a car. And that's why we use things like gasoline. It's because gasoline, the specific energy of gasoline is just immense compared to anything else that we have aside from, you know, maybe nuclear materials and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I got to be honest with you. Ed Begley Jr. nailed this about 25 years ago when they first started talking about electric cars. And then 20 years ago when they actually came out. Ed Bagley Jr. rides a bike wherever he goes. He doesn't yep. even drive a car. <laughs> I kind of like yep. that. Yeah, if you if you live in the climate for it, he does. He's and, such a great guy. And you can ride a bike on a safe area in a safe area. Well, that is a problem. You're absolutely yeah. right about that. So, yep. Tyre, I got to ask you: Did you get a little upset the other night when uh, Biden was doing a speech with an ice cream cone in his hand, and it wasn't from you? <laughs> No, I think there's 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 room out there for other people. There's they room can sell ice cream for too. other ice cream stores. You're good to go with them. I thought it was kind of interesting though because he he didn't like lower the. I mean, I don't have any problem with it. Some people, I guess, had a problem with it. I don't. But he stood there with an ice cream cone and did a little a little speech, and some people got pissed off about him. I, hey, he was at an ice cream store. Settle down. Yeah, exactly. Some people got to make a living. 
Some people got to make a living. I so wonder, I wonder when Ben and Jerry's are going to make a Joe Biden ice cream flavor. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh yeah, they love doing that. Kind that of stuff. What would it disgusting. be? What would it be? <laughs> I still not ever, have never understood the wisdom of dragging your politics into selling ice cream. That makes yeah. no sense to me. Well, it's worked for them. Why, yeah, it once has. you make people hundreds of millions of dollars, they feel like they can do whatever they want. Well, that's the other thing is a lot of people buy it despite the political messaging because they're like, oh, well, I've been eating it my whole life. I like Ben and yeah. Jerry's. I haven't eaten Ben and Jerry's cream. in years. I refuse. They're so they're awful people. I don't want to give them not money. Good people. You're right about that. And it's expensive. It's very expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's gotten insane. Mm hmm. The other thing about that, and I know this sounds really, really bad because I have at times in my life carried a little extra weight myself, but do you really want to have the two guys selling ice cream to you be that fat? Aren't they both just huge? Well, I mean, that means they eat a lot of ice cream. It must be good ice cream. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, their chest and their product. Well, it's like, what's the saying? Never trust a thin chef or something like that's, that? Well, yeah, that's true. If he's a good mm -hmm. chef, he's how could he stay thin? Well, maybe he's a marathon right. runner. He's He's young. <laughs> mm -hmm. he does she it was yes, acting he, you know, very squirrely. She was being a really weird dog today. He I gave not... him a bath, and now he's acting very. Well, he strange. won't stop licking my legs because got shorts on. So he's no, licking. He I hate the that. studio. I'll be right back. All right, we'll wants. work it out. Say it's time to feed him. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's. Tyre just said it's time to feed him, Catherine. No, he wants to get a toy. Oh, he wanted to get a toy. That's what it was. More me now. I'm getting a toy. So, Tyre, what else? What else is happening in the world? Well, uh, just moving along, getting ready for That's selling season. Do. Yep. Yeah. I, what, so when do you, when usually do you have your first uh, the first time you take the old uh, ice cream uh, truck out into the street? Well, actually, this year we did it last week. <laughs> oh, I suppose that's true. That this year is a different deal, isn't it? I didn't even think we, about we, that. We did some stuff at a couple of schools, and uh, you know, I was like. I can't believe they want us in February, but it's, it's usually end of March, early April before we start. But this year they're like, hey, can you come out? Hey, it might be 10 below. But sure. Well, didn't I just see, isn't it like six degrees right now in the Twin Cities? It was this morning. Oh, I think it's that, up to about 20 now. So, Oh, is it up to 20 now? Because it must have been an old, uh, an old posting of the Star Tribune that said, yeah, let me go to the top again. Yeah, it says it's nine degrees in Minnesota, according to the Star Tribune, in Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> so that's not good news if they don't get that right, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's... Excuse me. Who looks at that unless they live here? <laughs> well, that's true. Or, that's very, very or, true. Or want to gloat that, hey, look what I moved away from. Do you think that, how much longer do you think that even online that, newspapers will even exist i mean it's story by story now it's not, not an entire, long. it's not it's not a newspaper anymore you just go no. story by story right yeah well yeah, maybe a couple of years you think maybe a couple of years and that'll be it yeah pretty much same with magazines of, it'll all be online yeah they will and no question about that no doubt about it. So what's good to know that you've already gotten out a couple of times already with the ice cream truck. And, and actually, you do events, don't you? So, like, people, how do people get a hold of you to do their event by showing up with your ice cream truck? Uh, from our website, uh, bluemooicecream.com. How do you spell that? B-L-U-E-M-O-O-I-C-E. -E -O -O -E. so, <laughs> it's just Blue Moo. Yep, Blue Moo icecream.com there it is i found I like it. it works for me andy found it mm -hmm. he's already got it up there we still got to find out because because tyler's been talking to me about this and, and we got to do it when we get back uh our neighborhood should do an ice cream truck week you know like friday night but you're booking up quickly now i suppose um june's getting pretty full um we're already pretty much booked in august so yeah, so it's, July. It's, July is open, but you know, hey, we'll figure out something. God, it would be so much fun to have your ice cream truck in that on our cul-de-sac. That'd be a great. Well, Catherine, what's that look? What? You're looking at me like <laughs> yeah, you'd eat it all. Well, 
What do you mean, well? <laughs> she goes, well, well, Tom, you'd eat the whole thing. So, but yeah, Tiger, we'll stay in, we'll stay in touch about that because I think the kid. There are a lot of kids in our neighborhood, whether they live there, or their grandchildren, <laughs> or their children, or whatever. Uh, they come and go a lot, so I think we're going to have to do it this year because we try to do it next year, and it just never synced up. So <laughs> I'll have to get on it. Uh, so as soon as it, but it looks like it has to be in July. Is that correct? We'll figure it out. There's still some dates in June in June that are open. So I will talk to the neighbors and try to get it up and running. I'll get a hold of you because again, to the Star Tribune, according to Star Tribune, right now it's only nine degrees in the Twin Cities, but apparently it's twenty <laughs> degrees in other places. That could be wind chill. <laughs> Maybe it is. It windy today. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll uh, happen. Per- Perkins flags are standing at attention. <laughs> the Perkins. I love Perkins. Why are they getting rid of all the Perkins? Nobody goes to sit-down restaurants anymore. <laughs> is that what it is? It's just literally all the sit-down restaurants don't do well, that well anymore. But what well, I not all of them. Well, I, no. what I heard is that a lot of Perkins that even were doing well, they were sitting on, um, Perkins used to buy the lot. Yes. Yep. Um, and they were sitting on just tons of money. Yeah. So a lot of them sold because they just could make way more money in one sale than they could in 10 years running a restaurant. Yeah, well, that yep. one that's on 50th and Highway 100, that thing must have been worth a fortune, that that land there. Yes. Yep. That, I mean, that land The apartment was a, complex now? Yeah, it's an apartment complex now. But I used to love going to that one. It was that was my favorite one to go to. It was the one over in 50th yeah. and Highway 100. Yeah, there were a few 2 a.m. feedings in that place. <laughs> Gee, what were you doing until 2 a.m.? Closing restaurants. No, 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 no. Maybe bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe closing a bar once in a while. But, Tyre, stay in, in touch, and uh, I will get a hold of some of the people. Like, probably... You think uh, Mike is the guy to get a hold of to, to try to get this, orchestrate this thing? I would. I would. Yeah, Susan definitely. She's definitely. Susan's on the, the one. Ball. She's on the ball. I like it. It Sounds works. Good. Tire. We'll talk to you soon, sir. Sounds good. When you go to a restaurant, you expect the chef to be an expert. You expect your auto mechanic to be an expert when it comes to fixing your car. You judge them both by the results of their work. Josh Arnold is an expert in investments and planning your financial future. Josh Arnold is my expert, and he should be yours, too. I talk to Josh every week, and he understands the market and the economy, and he knows how to plan for your retirement. Don't put it off another day. The man with your plan is Josh Arnold. Call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll have an expert planning and managing your financial future. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC Security Investment Advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Tire Carver, ladies and gentlemen, longtime listener to the KQ Morning Show, now the Tom Bernard Show, the Family Show. He's a good man, a solid guy, right? Yes. What else is in the news, Andrew? Anything good? Uh, we've been doing too much child rearing to care about the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was he a little active when you got back home? Is that what you're saying? I understand. Yeah. He's very happy to be home. He is. Is he? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's been very quiet ever since we got home. He's really? Very, he's very sensitive to all the noise of the city because it's not what he's used to. Yeah, that's true. You live in a country, so yeah, if he gets in the yep. city, he's just not used to it. It's nice and quiet where we are. It is indeed, but uh, also he's not around Bop Bop to get him all jacked up either. Well, there is that. Yeah, no. That kid, from the day, I think from the day he came out of the womb, he was a big fan of Bop Bop, which works for me because I'm a big fan of his too. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Well, now he's a big big shot because he's in uh, that video of chasing me down on a little four-wheel <laughs> trike or bike or quadrike or I get what the hell would you even call that? I think it's it's called a Montessori, Montessori balance bike. bike. Yeah. A or Montessori balance bike. Yep. It's really a nice one for under 3-year-olds um It is, yeah. Because I mean, he still could tip over and he still could fall, but it's still, it's so low to the ground. It would right. be very hard for him to really damage himself too much. Although that one time he fell face first. Well, and that looked like he hurt. started getting very, very 
uh, confident on it. <laughs> he did. That's true. He wanted to go over speed bumps, and yeah, he wanted he to do this, and he wanted to, you know, jump off things with the bike, and he started getting a little cocky. So, Andy, let me ask you a question. So, when you take him in for an exam, do you, how often do you take him in for a for a quick checkup? Uh, at this point, it's once a year, I think. It's just once a year. Because I was talking to mom about this when you guys left and that, that whole deal. But he actually has developed muscle as a two-year-old. Yeah. How is that possible? Quite a bit. He's very muscular and he's only two years old. Well, that's basically what a kid is supposed to be, right? Just all muscle. Uh, oh, yeah, kids are mostly just, fat. Well... Not mostly. When they're younger, I think when they're two, they start leaning up and, you know, yeah. they start growing. When they're littler than some, are, some it doesn't happen until they're three, but a lot of kids in their second year, they start just because they're moving around so much. They yeah. do develop muscle tone. Well, he does. I mean, he's got muscle in his arms, his chest, his, his legs. I mean, he's a very muscular kid. Yes, he is. Which kind of surprised me. Oh. The oldest living American died in California weeks after turning, guess what? 110. 116. Wow. 116. So, Andy, we were both surrounded. Wow. We're just That's meeting old. the middle. It's too old. No, thank you. No, not happening. I don't know. I used to be of the mind that, like, you know, I'm going to make it to 100 just, you know, because it's a nice round number. But yeah. I don't know. After seeing people in their 90s and how they live, I don't think I want to be 100. Yeah, maybe not. But it might get better by then. Well, it depends, yeah. I mean, 70 years from now, things are hopefully going to be a little better than they are. But it it all depends. You know, there are people who are 105 years old living independently and going for walks and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there are people in their 60s who can barely move because they've trashed their bodies so badly. Or they have, you know, things, MS, cancer, what have you. So, right. I mean, age really is just the number when it comes to your health. Although the odds of dying or becoming crippled do increase exponentially the older you get after you hit a certain point. Sure. Right. The oldest living American now is Elizabeth Francis. She's 114, a Texas woman who never smokes, drinks, or eats takeout. She never eats takeout? Nope. Well, you'd have to to make it to 114. Uh, I suppose that's probably true. Well, there just was a, photo, a video of a Japanese guy. He he was like 100 and something, and he was running in a marathon. Yeah. Just to prove he could yeah, do right. it. Yeah, right, yes. Yeah, and he was, looked really old. <laughs> well, yeah, he and was it didn't, really it old. Didn't re- it didn't look like he was going to make it around the whole track, but yeah. I, I, I don't know if he did or not. But, you know, God bless him. He can run. I can't run now. Yeah, at 110, standing up is impressive. Yeah. Pretty much <laughs> That's true. true. Right, we got to get to this because I do not understand it. It's the second time this has come up in the last 24 hours. Uh, I talked yesterday about the fact that four comedians were canceled at a Seattle comedy club. Ugh, well, yeah, Seattle. Seattle. Exactly. Yeah, in Seattle. But here's the weird deal. So we found out that uh, you know some of our buddies were canceled because it just... You know, the people, the caring and loving people of Seattle have a certain viewpoints, and your comedy does not fit in with those viewpoints. So don't go to their show. And don't go to their show. That's exactly right. They canceled all four. Th- and these are some big-time, not all four of them, but a couple of them are big-time comedian names. I mean, it's just... I think that if I have to listen to your shit, then you should listen to my shit. I agree, 100%. <laughs> now... We looked at that story yesterday, and, you know, there are a couple of people who were on national television talking about it. When you're going to comedy, you can either think the person's funny or not funny, but to cancel them because they don't agree with you? How arrogant are you that a comedian has to agree with your politics? I mean, that's insane. Well, it's pretty... Once again, we're, we're living in a very narcissistic society. We really are. We're as narcissistic as we've ever been. Yep. Me, 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 more me now. The reason I brought this up, because we talked about it yesterday, it happened in Seattle. Well, comedian Matt Reif arrives in Minneapolis for four sold-out shows with plenty of heat and haters. Controversy is nothing new in the comedy world. Just ask Cat Williams, uh, Shane Gillis, uh, Kathy Griffin, or Dave Chappelle. So now comedians are being fried in a pan because they're funny. 
I just don't understand. If you don't like the joke, then don't laugh. But do we all have to have the exact same jokes and the exact same thoughts? Yep. You have to think exactly like I do or I hate you. Well, like I said, oh, Seattle. That's how Seattle is. You have to be yeah. just like them or else God. you're evil and don't deserve to live. Why would you want to, to even live there? Well, they're, they're trying to introduce uh, laws, I think, in Canada and in America where they can um, actually throw you in jail for what they perceive to be hate speech. Yep. Oh, God. Oh, it doesn't geez. even have to be anything direct, but if I think it is, I can put you in jail. Isn't that amazing? That is, I mean, is, that but is fascism. The other side of that is, if I stab you to death, I don't necessarily have to go to jail. No. It's like, what? Because there might be special circumstances. I oh, might absolutely. have a sad story. Yeah, and if I have a sad sane. story, I can do whatever I want. Okay, here's mm-hmm. the take on Matt Reif. Uh, the Lovers, the 28-year-old phenom, is one of the country's uh, hottest acts with sold-out shows almost everywhere he goes. Young fans relate to his uh, willingness to talk openly about his struggles with depression and anxiety. It doesn't hurt that he looks a lot like Calvin, like a Calvin Klein model either. So that's good. He talks about his depression and anxiety to help other people sure. and himself, that's right? Mm-hmm. The Haters. Piers grumble that he's better at networking than crafting clever jokes. He's become a superstar without paying his dues. His last stand-up special opened with a bit about domestic violence, which many felt was out of line. Don't be joking about domestic violence. Where you can see him, Matt Reif, Natural Selection, streams on Netflix. His two shows at Duluth's DECC Symphony Hall on Thursday. Four shows at Minneapolis State Theater on Friday and Saturday. They are all sold out. So let's see if it, it works, right? I mean, Cat Williams has been, uh, he, he's, his 2014 special, Priceless Afterlife, directed by Spike Lee, is available on YouTube. He will be at Target Center on April 5th. Shane Gillis, where is he going to be? He hosted SNL last week. The episode is available on Peacock. And Dave Chappelle, uh, one of the biggest names on this list, his latest TV special, The Dreamer, is on Netflix. He's not Well, he was just in Minneapolis a couple months ago, wasn't he? I think. I don't know. Uh, well, this is weird. Gilbert Gottfried, he's dead. He's back? Apparently he's back, oh, he Andy, did, he even though he's get dead. Canceled. Yeah, he got canceled. He, he did, did something a long made, time ago. About Japan. Remember, he yep. was the voice of Aflac? Yeah, they yep. got rid of him. And I don't know what he did, but... He the, said uh, he made Fuku- jokes about Japan. Yeah, the, um, the Fukushima earthquake happened, and then he started making a bunch of jokes about it, and uh, people didn't like that. Yeah, I don't know. It just... it's. He's a comedian. He's telling jokes. Let it go. Why does everybody have to think exactly like you do or you hate them? It well, makes no sense to me. I mean, there's a difference between, you know, like, you know, telling jokes and mocking tragedy right after it happens, yeah. I would say. No, I agree. It's I like, do agree with if that. you want to be the voice of a company, you're going to have to be at least somewhat sanitized because companies are all about yeah. their image being nice and sanitized. So it's like, if the voice of their duck says something that people in Japan don't like, they're going to get rid of that voice because it's easier right. than you know trying to appease the population of a country. It is. They talk about Andrew Dice Clay in this article, Gilbert Gottfried in this article, Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce could never do his act these days. And he was big in the, what, the 1950s, right? 50s yeah, a and while 60s. Ago. He died in 66, so it's been a while, there's no question. Kathy Griffin, of course, has run into a bunch of stuff. Sarah Silverman. But she's got a new TV show produced by David Letterman. Um, what the hell is it called again? I can never remember the name of that show. Sarah Silverman's not f- canceled. She's just not funny. She's just Yeah, she's not very funny, I would have to agree. She's very silly, but not funny. Uh, she's universally beloved since softening up her act, but there was a time Silverman was a lightning rod, in the 2000s, her use of a racial slur and performing in blackface led to backlash. Yeah, I could see that you you probably wouldn't care for that. I never knew she used a racial slur while performing in blackface. Did you know that? No. I never even heard of that. I know she said some extremely hateful things about Republicans, but I guess... Oh, God, we, yeah, she does that all They the don't count as people, so it doesn't matter what she says about them. Oh, no, them. you're absolutely right about that, Andy. If it's about that one side of the, the coin, they don't give a rat's ass what you say. Stupid Petrix is the name of her show. Yeah, Stupid Petrix, produced by David Letterman. Um, 
Yeah, we need to check a couple of the comments on this story. Chappelle thinks he's better than uh, everyone else uh, for being uh, rich and famous, even worse. He is no longer funny as he cracks up to his own private jokes. The latest uh, Netflix special is terrible. Then the next comment, Larry the Cable Guy, Ron White, and Jeff Foxworthy are the modern kings. Sorry. Well, that's why are you sorry. They're good. I like them. Skyway Ham says modern. Those dudes don't have, haven't done anything relevant to the comedy space for at least the last 20 years. Very far from modern. Uh, they're arguing about... Look, if you find it funny and I don't, good for you because you found it funny. You know, it doesn't mean that I have to, you got to agree with me. It also doesn't mean that I have to think it's funny just because you do. But by the same token, why do you have to think whatever I think is funny is funny? I don't know. Makes no sense to me. Narcissism, once again. We're big into that now, aren't we? So, is Wendy's actually going to do the surge pricing or not? Oh, yeah, that's what I understand. You can buy it a lot cheaper here and there. What is that all well, about? Well, it was going to be like when it's rush hour, everything was going to cost more. Mm-hmm. Cost, oh, there's going to be more Lunch in rush time, hour? it's going to cost more. Okay, and then when nobody's in there, then you can get it cheaper? I guess so, but now I just saw a story on the Associated Press that says it has, Wendy's has no plans to raise prices during the busiest times at its restaurants. And I thought Wendy's was the one that was going to do this. So that's is this just an internet internet hoax no they were going to do it and now they're not apparently oh they probably got a lot of bad feedback about yeah it. a little flack for that one well now they're That's saying they they never said that they were going to do it but there's <laughs> proof that they said they were going to do it and just wait 24 hours and then and the whole story will change completely well what they're doing the weasel word thing so the ceo said that they're going to have digital menus that okay. it will enable the chain to enact dynamic pricing. Dynamic. So dynamic pricing meaning the price will change depending on okay. certain factors. Right. And then um, earlier, I think today, they said, oh, we never used the word surge pricing, <laughs> which is true. But so it's like they were, you know, it's like a murderer saying, oh, well, I never uh, killed the guy. I just murdered him. It's... <laughs> Semantic yeah, argument that is just very transparent. Well, that's really bad PR, I think. Yeah, I'd have to agree with and you. And then um, the the CEO or whatever of the, uh, I don't know if it was General Mills, uh, said, you know, Kellogg. everybody should eat. Well, Kellogg's um, said that everybody should be eating cereal for breakfast since the economy is so bad. I agree. It's Apparently tasty. he didn't say that. That's the problem with these inflammatory headlines. Right. Everybody reads a headline and they instantly start commenting on the headline. They don't read the story. Apparently, he said that people are eating more cereal as a meal for dinner because of grocery prices That's being so high. That's what he said. He was didn't say let dinner. them eat cereal. He just, uh, yeah, he said people are eating more. Well, yeah, he basically said that cereal's cheap, so it's a good option during bad times, which right. it's true. Yeah. Just because it's an ad doesn't mean it's not true. Why don't we leave on a good positive note? Like, I don't care if you don't believe everything that I do. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm stuck in the middle of it all. I have friends that are way left. I have friends that are way right. Why people insist, like in Seattle, you have to look at things the way I do or you're not welcome to come to my city. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. Places like that have always been that way, though. I suppose. I mean, it just it makes no... You have to be like me or I hate you. When did Portlandia what? come out? That was like 15 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a long yeah. time ago. And they were making like fun of that Pacific Northwest. You know, it's like, if you're not exactly like us, then we hate you attitude way back right. then. Right. Well, Minnesotans are like that, too. If you're not like a Minnesotan, they don't like you either. My yeah. favorite my favorite episode of Portlandia was when they wanted to um, order off of a menu. The cow or whatever? It was the chicken. Chicken. They wanted yeah. a chicken, the chicken, but they, they had to meet, meet the chicken. And they wanted to meet the they chicken. They meet the chicken farmer before they could possibly make a decision about what they could. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, good. my God, people. I know. I just think people just have way too much time on their hands. Well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I don't understand how people have that much time on their hands to worry about everything everybody else right. thinks and does. I saw something like that on the Internet earlier. Um, someone ordered a bunch of... Uh, 
I think it was Kobe beef from Japan and had it like mm-hmm. shipped over here. Mm-hmm. And it came with this certificate that had like the cow's name and its pedigree. <laughs> oh God. And they even put a the <laughs> nose print of the cow on oh. the certificate. So uh, you could be like, oh yeah, I'm uh, eating Hiroshi the cow. Well, I don't like that at all. I, I know wanna, it's weird. I don't want to have a relationship with the cow that I'm eating or think I about, agree. you know. I wonder if I can Ugh. find it quick. Yeah, here we go. Certificate of authenticity for this Japanese beef. Wow. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was a Japanese black. You got the marbling score, the grading, birth date, <laughs> nose print. Jesus. And... Of course, the first uh, statistic on there with, you know, you got your nose print makes it feel like you're eating a real animal rather than just some right. abstraction of an animal is the carcass number. Uh, mm. Carcass number. Sounds yeah. tasty. Gotta wonder what that, our carcass number is. Got to get that carcass. <laughs> All right, that is going to do it. We will talk to you tomorrow.